Hello and welcome. Thanks a lot for sparing some time to tune in and listen to the fourth episode of Teachers Unmuted with Soju Vargas, a Desi podcast by an Indian teacher on schooling and parenting across the subcontinent. On the fourth episode of Teachers Unmuted with Soju Vargas today, I'm talking to an impressive lineup of educators about tackling teacher development in Indian schools. Stay tuned. Twenty twenty was a year of disruptions. The pandemic had hit us hard and forever changed the way we look at life and living. Twenty twenty completely transformed the way we parent and teach. Parenting in twenty twenty was all about being around with children, round the clock, and making sure that we do not encroach their personal space in ways that sabotage learning. Teaching in twenty twenty, on the other hand, was about not being around for the children we teach and still being in touch with them and helping them learn. We weathered all this, staying apart yet working together. I'm really, really grateful that I could be a part of this journey with you through Teachers Unmuted with Sojo Vargas, a fortnightly podcast. on schooling and parenting made in india and made for india thank you very much for your support encouragement valuable feedback and listening ears thank you very much for the emails and messages you send after listening to each episode of teachers and meter with sojo vargas they encourage me to find my way whenever i felt lost thank you very much for readily agreeing to spare some time to talk to me whenever i reach out to you for an interview your willingness to work with me is the reason why teachers unmuted with sojo vargas is on air i want to thank you for all the likes shares and retweets on social media that help teachers unmuted with sojo vargas reach more people your support through the last year meant a lot to me it was a difficult year personally and professionally i can say i have seen it all in a year i'm sure you have too the year of fear and despair is finally over and i cannot still believe we made it this far i'm sure we are emerging out of this more courageous and more empathetic as we begin 2021 with indomitable hope and renewed purpose i want to wish you the best may you achieve all that you dream of achieving this year and going forth may you have a healthy and fulfilling life and a happening career in 2021 and the years to come hello i'm sojo vargas your host on this show for teachers and parents on schooling and parenting i'm an indian teacher an instructional coach and a schooling researcher teachers unmuted with sojo vargas is the humble attempt of a simple indian teacher to understand the schooling and parenting issues that are relevant for teachers and parents across india in this episode of teachers unmuted with sojo vargas i want to explore how the idea of developing a culture of learning in your school improves teacher practice teacher confidence and teacher professionalism yes today we are talking about how to go about tackling teacher development in indian schools stay tuned In 2008 I decided to stop being a full-time teacher. I joined a teacher development consultancy based out of Bangalore. My job there involved encouraging private schools to sign up for teacher development projects and then training and coaching those teachers. It was an exciting job for two reasons. My first reason, the job allowed me to sit in classrooms and watch teachers across India at work. There is no better way to learn how to teach than watching teachers go about teaching. You learn what to do and what not to do in a classroom. My second reason, the act 
of convincing private schools to sign up for teacher development projects was not that easy and the challenges involved in making school leaders agree for teacher development was fun. Every other day, when I was not in a classroom watching or training teachers, I would visit a school or call up a school principal to see if they would consider getting their teachers trained to practice contemporary approaches in teaching and assessment. Not many schools considered signing up for a teacher development program as those days a school could run pretty well even if they did not get their teachers trained in any of the contemporary teaching or assessment practices. It was frustrating and exciting at the same time. Those days schools would put more money on infrastructure than on teacher development. Investment in infrastructure would stay with the school forever. The teachers would eventually move to other schools that paid better once they got trained. Schools did not view teacher development on the job as a continuous process. They viewed it as a one-time event. If you invest in infrastructure, there is something in the school for the parents to see. There was nothing visible for a parent to see if you invested in teacher development. Or at least, that is how the outcome of teacher development was perceived by school leaders those days. Therefore, most school leaders felt that it was not wise to put money into teacher development. Fast forward to 2021, things have changed drastically and dramatically. Schools are now heavily investing in teacher development and understand the value of building capacity of teachers on the job. Are you wondering why? I asked Rupa Kishan, an instructional coach and a teacher trainer based out of Bangalore. Rupa comes with over 32 years of experience in providing teacher development support to government schools across Karnataka. Rupa explained to me the reason why the teacher development landscape in India has finally transformed from being hostile to the idea of teacher development to overloading teachers with training and support. Uh, initially, it was like that. Uh, you, I don't know how many years back when we studied or when we started our uh, career, 20 years back or somewhere, like any postgraduate, any graduate could get into teaching. But gradually, when the policy became, yes, at that time, it was not given much importance to teach uh, Anganwadi children. Why do you need a B.Ed. or any, if you can speak well, you can preschool children, if you can interact, if, you are, if your demeanor is good, you can become a teacher. And you, 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 are, a, you are living in a neighborhood uh, uh, locality, you could uh, definitely get into the job. But now that scenario has changed because the stakeholders' demand has uh, changed. Stakeholders now are very aware of uh, uh, teaching learning process. They want to know what is happening in school and they want to know who are the faculty uh, they are uh, appointed in school so that their children get the best education. So stakeholder awareness has really uh, made the schools and school authorities to think about quality teachers. When we say quality teachers, definitely professional uh, professionalism comes into that. Mm -hmm. I, I will not say that uh, so there are some teachers who can really teach well. It, it is an episodic example. Let us not depend on one or uh, two teachers who can do well without training or without undergoing professional training. But now uh, any uh, natural instinct, if it is uh, enforced or reinforced by the professionalism, definitely the quality enhances. And now stakeholders demand has played a very important role in teacher professional development. And because of this private schools uh, mushrooming in every locality, 
there was a uh, uh, scenario where these private schools used to just uh, pick up teachers who can speak good English, good English or reasonably uh, communicate, uh, good communication skills. But now government has uh, brought in a policy where they say that if you are uh, taking uh, only B8 graduates, your school will be recognized. Otherwise, recognition will be withdrawn. So all these pressures and uh, policies have made schools also to value uh, teacher professional development. Like in any business, when you run a school, you need to have a unique selling point. For a long time, the kind of infrastructure a school managed to put together used to be the USP that differentiated one school from another in India. Not anymore. As Rupa rightly pointed out, parents and other stakeholders now look for the return on investment in terms of the quality of teaching in a school and its impact on student learning. Following upon the changed parental expectations, thankfully, the central and state governments across India are now taking teacher development more seriously than they ever did. The school boards are keen on implementing the will of the governments when it comes to teacher development in our schools. Teacher development seems to have reached its tipping point in our country. Is it helping now that everyone possible is keen on teacher development? I asked Sukriti Mendirata, a government primary school teacher from Delhi. Sukriti recently joined as a teacher in a Delhi government school and she comes with eight years of experience as a teacher and special educator. What does Sukriti feel about the usefulness of the current teacher development initiatives in my experience till now uh, we have we go for training and when the trainings happen they happen from a very good platform such as ncrt or scrt uh, teacher educators are uh, coming and uh, you know always guiding and enlightening the teachers on how to work on the things Moreover, uh, since it's the lockdown and the pandemic uh, scenario, so uh, we have been getting trainings online through Diksha app. You must have heard of it. Diksha app and yes. there is the one um, uh, chocolate app, the app for the teachers. They have been used widely by the teachers of uh, government sector in enhancing their professional development through um, videos and quizzes that are provided by the uh, professors of uh, NCRT and SCRT. Like uh, I have proven not as their mobile phones except for the WhatsApp uh, thing or Facebook for using such social media platforms. And now I can see them making videos. Uh, technologically, they have enhanced, no doubt. There are teachers, like 30 years of their uh, profession into teaching uh, through the uh, old uh, traditional methods. And now they are learning using technology for their kids, for their students. So yes, education in India, especially in India, will be growing and is growing indeed. So when these trainings happen, they help you as a teacher, as an individual to grow your knowledge and that in addition to will help your children or your students. So uh, one of the uh, training that we attended uh, recently, so in that training, uh, we were told about the technological, um, what is being said, uh, technological enhancement, how many, how many, how we can make quizzes, how we can make the videos and send it to the kids. So there are apps like Kahoot that we can use to make quizzes for our kids. 
in an interactive way using the technology. Because of this renewed focus on teacher development, how teachers view their own professional learning seems to have taken a different turn in our country. Earlier, teacher development used to be the responsibility of those who run the school. If schools opted for teacher development, teachers participated in them. Indian teachers rarely took ownership of their own professional development and rarely sought out opportunities for learning to do their job better on their own. That attitude seems to have changed. From what Alifia Alamdar told me, I gather that many teachers do not wait for the school leadership to initiate teacher development anymore. Alifia is a science graduate who is more keen on teaching language and literature than science. She comes with more than 15 years of experience as a language teacher teaching high school students. Alifia not only seeks out opportunities to learn about teaching on her own, but also comes back to her school and shares what she has learned with her colleagues, helping to build a culture of learning within her school. But uh, for me, I have uh, thought of that professional development is my choice. But I find that teachers should make a choice that if they want to develop themselves in the field of education, apart from B.Ed., after completing their B.Ed., they should go for professional development at least once or twice. Like in a year, they should go for certain trainings for themselves, not, not for their institution but for themselves. They should, teachers should make a choice because that will help them cope up with the 21st century skills that our students need. Right. I, I was in a, a previous institution. I will talk about that also. I was with my uh, principal that time and uh, a genuine lady who taught me this, that teachers are learners, right? But unless and until they won't share their knowledge with others, how they will develop. They need to uh, impart. They are imparting knowledge to children. But what about their own community? What about educator community? So from there, I got inspiration that yes, whenever we are going outside, whenever we are taking any kind of training, be it face to face, be it online, we need to talk to someone, we need to share it with someone. And this uh, journey started from there. Gradually, I met many people, I uh, came across uh, expertise in subject area. And I have learned that those people uh, who are at such a high position when they are so down to earth when it comes to developing teacher community why can't I and thus I had a talk with my management and I convinced them that whosoever whether it is me or any other teacher taking training in regard with any of the subject and if they find that it will benefit others in my institution let them open up give them an opportunity to talk this culture of coming back to share what they have learned with colleagues seems to be helping teachers. It is helping them to seek out opportunities to learn more about their craft. Let's take the example of Vidika Modi. Vidika is someone who shifted from engineering to teaching because she realized that she enjoyed teaching more than making things. She found her passion for teaching, helping her classmates learn. She teaches in a private school in Mumbai. Her approach to her own professional development had changed after she had started training her colleagues during the pandemic. So I am teaching IT to grade uh, 8, 9 and 10. And, um, you know, sort of, uh, I'm when you, you know, when I talk about more of, uh, you know, what kind of development I have had over, you know, almost these 8, 9 years. So um, in this, I mean, you know, uh, as much I have not, you know, learned in these years, I have learned in these six months, you know, these seven, eight months that we had in lockdown. So uh, being an IT teacher, uh, we were, you know, not only given the, uh, you know, uh, I mean, duty of uh, taking online classes, 
but we were supposed to even train teachers how to go about in the online mode so it started right from you know uh, holding meetings on we also have our sessions on google meet so right from you know holding sessions on google meet to taking attendance on it and then you know uh, putting up stuff on google classroom as assignments taking assessments grading them so all these were you know uh, done and we were supposed to teach this to our fellow teachers and then i realized you know that in these 7 8 months i have learned so much i was not able to you know uh, although i was a teacher but uh, i had a little fear of speaking with you know people around i could manage talking to the students obviously but then when it came to you know talking to fellow colleagues it was a little difficult for me sort of but then yes these 8 9 months you know after taking so many sessions for my teachers now i'm i've become a little more comfortable and uh, then i went on to uh, do a microsoft uh, training for being an educator and now i am a microsoft certified educator teachers in both government schools and private schools that i spoke to confirmed to me that we can tackle teacher development effectively only by building a culture of learning for teachers within the school viewing teacher development as a one time event that happens in the beginning middle or end of a school year will not help let us take the example of manjusha sagrolikar Manjusha teaches in a government school in Maharashtra and she feels it is the culture of learning in the government schools in Maharashtra that helps her improve her practice as a teacher as a part of the government's initiatives to develop a culture of learning in the schools these days she works with her colleagues to help them learn what she has learned about teaching assessment and action research Manjusha shared with me how the school board in Maharashtra focuses on building a culture of learning in their schools the first thing is we appreciate their work appreciate their ideas and uh, um, ap- appreciate uh, their uh, opinions accept their opinions listen to them listen uh, to their uh, op- opinions and views uh and uh, read about them and try to uh, give them motivation to express themselves uh, all uh, uh, these things are uh, important uh, for teachers uh, and someone needs to listen their ideas or uh, someone needs to accept their opinion and uh, in the role of uh, trainer or in the role of mentor uh we do it uh, because there is uh, after all uh, we all are colleagues that is the basic thing we all are teachers and uh, teachers work together uh, and help together uh, in the uh, form of uh, uh, friendship that means establish their relationships uh, in in the form of friendship so first basic thing is that no one is superior or no one is inferior and we just share our ideas and share our knowledge and experiences senior teachers share their experiences with junior teachers and junior teachers also uh, share their uh, ideas ex- challenges and uh, try to seek for guidance or seek uh, opinion from a senior teacher so this type of relationship 
we have maintained here private school leaders who have purposefully invested time and energy into building a culture of learning for their teachers within the school seem to be reaping the benefit already anju gupta is the headmistress of a leading international school in noida i noticed anju's work as a school leader when i found most of her teachers on twitter creating a very strong and meaningful professional learning network for each other i was always curious to know how her school managed to pull off this impressive feat of managing a school specific professional learning network on twitter Her school focuses on encouraging teacher collaboration and peer coaching. Anju school initiated this process of building a culture of learning way back in 2010. She explained to me how she went about building a culture of learning in her school with the support of their mentor Dr. Ashok Pandey. So when I started this slowly and steadily, they started taking the class of other teachers. So their own inhibitions of taking only their own class and not speaking in front you know many of the teachers are not very good in communication also you know it very well the stage uh, the stage fear is there the public speaking fear is there so they are very comfortable in three or four classes which they are going to because they have a same set of children with them and they develop of course a rapport with them but then going to the other class listening to the other teacher and then offering that what they would also like to take the class for 5 minutes or explain a particular topic that gave them a particular confidence of speaking anywhere and everywhere once this started then i started that we will be having a departmental presentations only four or five of you because they were you know we have to build the confidence slowly and steadily mr vargas we can't buy conf- confidence from outside <laughs> so i told them okay. that no one is going to sit with you what have you done in your class for a month you will have to give an an eight slide presentation to your own colleagues that's it so um, some of the teachers came and they said no we can't speak some of the ch- teachers came they said we are not good in technology i am talking about uh, mr vargas this is about when i joined primary section because this is about uh, around 2000 Uh, 10 uh, i am starting from there only and then they came to me and they said ma'am it is very difficult we are not good in making the powerpoint presentation and all those things so side by side i had to train them so i told mr pandey our principal i said that this is what the condition is and we can very well understand that out of the 80 teachers or 100 teachers maybe 50 teachers are good in technology 50 teachers are not good in technology so we have to train them so we started with our own computer teachers we started with our own their own colleagues who are good in technology in taking their classes so they were very comfortable with them so this comfort level was something which was very important for the teachers right yeah. so, so on one side we started training them technology technologically and then once they were comfortable with their own colleagues then we slowly and steadily started calling the seniors teachers to the junior section junior teachers to the senior section right as resource persons and then after this when we th- when when we could understand and we realized that that our teachers are now ready 
now our teachers are going to the other schools also and they are taking their workshops also taking their training sessions also online training sessions also so this is how very slowly and steadily we try to build up the confidence of the teachers evolving a supportive and structured culture of learning in your school is particularly helpful for those teachers who are new to the system two teachers i interviewed for this episode of teachers and muted with sojo workers shared their experience of coming into the school system as new teachers their experience as new teachers tells us how a culture of learning can make or break a teacher neha garg started full time teaching in 2019 just as the pandemic was about to hit us she found herself wondering how to go about doing her job without a structured teacher support and development system within the schools that she signed up for of course her colleagues encouraged her and helped her but in the absence of a structured system that promoted a culture of learning among teachers neha would have struggled as a new teacher luckily for her she had the experience of working with an ngo that helped her swim against the current after being thrown into the deep end okay so uh, be, uh, i would like to mention that uh, when i was doing my post graduation i was a part of an ngo uh, and i used to go there once a week to teach the students of the shel- children of the shelter homes so it is not that i started teaching last year only i was teaching but that teaching used to be very different uh, it was uh, mo- once a week and that was a we, we were a part of an ngo where we used to go to the shelter homes to teach the students and uh, in that case the teaching was more of activity based rather than uh, focusing on the books and all so uh, those days have helped me a lot to understand what students want and uh, what what really makes learning impactful those were the days that have helped me and that is what i am applying here in my teaching i have yes i uh, agree that support is very less uh, when you join teaching now when we shifted to online learning i am blessed to be aware of technology i am lucky enough that i have some knowledge of how to tackle technology how to handle issues but the teachers those who have been working from the past few years i have seen them struggling in my place of work so yes uh, support is very less but one thing i believe is uh, if you really want to uh, develop yourself in any kind of field then you need to do it yourself nobody is going to come and uh, nobody is going to come up and say that let's help each other this is a very rare kind of thing that people help each other what uh, the more you push your yourself the more you are going to develop that is what i believe there is a lot of difference like when i was working with the ngo they we had a lot of trainings there also like the volunteers were trained before they were given the classes the way you mentioned na in schools we don't have any kind of hand holding or we don't have any kind of teacher training before we are given the classes but yes when i joined the ngo before i was given a class there were teacher training programs how we are supposed to take the classes how we are supposed to prepare our lesson plans everything was very sorted 
uh, there and uh, uh, like every three or four months we used to have our center circles uh, like center circles all of the cent uh, like uh, i was in chandigarh so there were two centers that we had so both uh, all the volunteers of the uh, centers they would uh, come together and we will have discussions on how we can get better with our working what can be done to make the learning more impactful so these kind of things were there so that was a very different system and i would say like that has uh, changed my that, i guess that has made me what i am today i am not i believe i am not the regular kind of teacher who just goes into the class and uh, gives her lectures and comes no i really want to make uh, things impactful for my students and i really want to be i am i i tell my students that i won't be very learned person but yes i know how to make a connect with them and that is i think i it's my strength nitishree kiran on the other hand was lucky as a new teacher when she started teaching a few years ago to find a school that already had a structured support system that promoted a culture of learning for teachers within the school she was a software engineer who always wanted to become a school teacher she used to be worried that since she did not have a beard certification there was little chance of her becoming a teacher however things turned around for nitishree when she was interviewed for the role of a one on one math coach in a school run by an ngo in bang yeah so when i initially joined the first day of interview my education director i think i can mention her name if it's uh, allowed yeah yeah this is jaya george so she just told me that um, see nitya uh, basically it's not that you need to be a ba trained or something i know that every person here has their own knowledge related to the subject it's basically how you share your knowledge uh, to kids and students and uh, then that's what she said that we will help you in every way like all the senior teachers were there my my principal my deputy principal my domain experts domain experts are nothing but the subject experts so everyone uh, came together to help me in terms of how should i deliver the concept to students because i knew the concept but is this that how what are the different ways i can put in so i was allowed to observe my seniors classes and principal would come and observe my class every week and they would actually kind of tell me what what i can do better what was good what was bad so immediate feedback was given and i was also sent to many training centers like i was sent to azim prenzi university uh, whenever they conducted uh, their Of, uh, uh, workshops and trainings so in that way they supported me a lot like all my seniors basically all the teachers uh, they supported me and they kind of um, helped me to grow as a person in in ways so that i can deliver the concepts to students in a better way of course developing a structured culture of learning does not mean that you solely rely on making your teachers share their practices in a department level meeting It also involves watching other teachers going about their work on the classroom floor and being watched by peers and given feedback. Usually, this is where things begin to fall flat when it comes to developing a culture of learning for teachers in a school. Amrita J Singh feels that the focus here has to be on evolving teacher partnerships. Amrita is an instructional coach who works with a leading international school in India. She coaches her peers to improve their classroom practice. How does Amrita make instructional coaching valuable for her peers? I think what matters a lot is your entry point into the discussion of coaching and uh, teacher development uh, like i said you need to first build a trusting relationship with the teacher and uh, rightfully 
that relationship cannot be based on the premise of you're doing something wrong in the classroom uh, rather i try to base the conversation with uh, what is observed in the classroom uh, what do you see that is happening um, that you are happy with and what is it that you need to change to achieve better learning for your students uh, a more positive impact on engagement with the learning and i try to start the conversation from there uh, what i also find helps is uh, empathy i have been in that situation of teaching in the classroom for many many years of my career and i connect to the sort of problems that teachers face and of course the sort of resistance that they may have to certain suggestions uh, so i think really um, one sure shot way of uh, i don't like saying dealing with resistance but addressing teachers uh, thoughts and problems is to understand the why behind it and start the conversation there and uh, really uh, another thing that helps is setting up realistic goals that can be achieved and measures of how we going to check have i made progress towards this goal or do i feel like this particular method of learning uh, or teaching is not working for me do i need to tweak that a little bit um, like i said as long as it's a partnership and a two way conversation i find that teachers are more open to the conversation of learning more open to um, having observation in classes and talking about their teaching practices yes tackling teacher development is about evolving a culture of learning within your school encouraging authentic coaching partnerships and building structured learning support and sharing processes for teachers around it and here is a little bit of shameless self promotion in this context if you are a school leader listening to this episode of teachers unmuted with sojo vergas on tackling teacher development if you're wondering how to go about evolving an authentic culture of learning in your school i can help i'm currently working with a few schools in india helping them either develop a culture of learning from scratch or helping them to tweak and fine tune the teacher support and coaching systems and processes in an attempt to improve their culture of learning i can also help you run a learning culture audit to help you understand if your current teacher development systems and processes are capable of developing an authentic culture of learning for your teachers please do not hesitate to get in touch with me If you would like to consult with me on developing a culture of learning for teachers in your school or do a learning culture audit in your school that's all for today from the desk of teachers unmuted with sojo vergas i will see you again after 2 weeks with the fifth episode of teachers unmuted with sojo vergas meanwhile please feel free to give me your feedback or share your thoughts about this episode of teachers unmuted with sojo vergas in the comment section on my blog your feedback questions and thoughts will help me improve the quality and usefulness of teachers unmuted with sojo vergas in case you would like me to go in search of the answer to one of your questions on schooling or parenting in one of the upcoming episodes of teachers unmuted with sojo vergas please feel free to contact me through my website sojovergas.online and let me know until then thanks for tuning in and listening to teachers unmuted with sojo vergas i'm signing off for now see ya ankora imparo